Hello, all you word nerdy people. Thank you for turning on this podcast. I appreciate it. Sorry, I just had some food. It must have been stuck in my mustache. Um, these are the things that you need to know. I need to shave this beard off. It's getting too long. Um, so uh, let's see. I think we can just start reading this section of the page, can't we? I think we can. All right. Uh, the first word in this episode is compute. C-O-M-P-U-T-E. Verb from 1616. To determine, especially by mathematical means. Also, to determine or calcul- calculate by means of a computer. Uh, that was transitive, by the way. Now we are on intransitive. One, to make calculation. The synonym is reckon. <laughs> I, I never would have put calculation and reckon together. I reckon that I've made a calculation. Uh, was that derogatory of some kind? I'm not sure. But, you know, I'll, also it should say to make a calculation, just not to make calculation. Number two, to use a computer. Uh, this is from the Latin computare, which means, uh, no, it doesn't say what it means, but I'm sure it has something to do with computing. Uh, and there's more at the word count. Oh, interesting. I think I just made a connection. Uh, we had that weird word in yesterday's episode, C-O-M-P-T, which could be pronounced count. And so, you know, if you look at the uh, the etymology, the Latin computare uh, became compt. You know, you're, it's all the same letters. Uh, and so then somehow it became count. That I'm still not sure about. Um, okay, we are now on computed tomography, two words, noun from 1974, radiography, in which a three-dimensional image of a body structure is constructed by computer from a series of plain cross-sectional images made along an axis, and this is called also computed axial tomography, or computerized axial tomography, or computerized Tomography. Um, would this be MRI? An MRI is that? It's something radiographic imaging. Uh, I th- maybe that's what this is. But yeah, you've seen you've seen on the TVs in the movies. They show you a bunch of cross sections of a body, maybe starting at the head and then going. Uh, you know, I've seen some of these in person. They there was literally chopped up bodies in a museum in Chicago, which I think they got rid of. But it was fascinating. But yeah, computers, they take these scans one by one by one, all these planes, and then they can create a 3D image of it. And that is science, and it helps to see what's going on in the body. Next is, oh, it's the word computer. We all are on computers all the time, using computers. They are such a huge part of our life. Um, It is a noun from you would not have thought of this, 1646. But of course, this word was used in a much, much different way back then. Um, it's it's just one definition, technically. One that computes. Just a thing, a, th- a thing, a person, whatever. One, one that computes is a computer. But specifically, a programmable, usually electronic device that can store, retrieve, and process data or data. So the thing... It's a, it's a computer. It's computing. Computerdom is a noun. Well, what would that be? All the computers get together and they have a kingdom. It's a computerdom. Uh, 
Uh, computerless is an adjective, and and so oh, it's so sad when you don't have a computer, right? Uh, there are some people in the world who don't, but not very many. Um, I'm just making jokes because maybe we're relying too much on computers. Computer-like is an adjective. Next is computerese. I like this. Computerese. Uh, it ends in an ese. It is a noun from circa 1960. Jargon used by computer technologists. And uh, you know, obviously, this is still a thing. But I don't think people ever call it computerese. Uh, I would like to see an actual example of somebody using this word. Um, also, people who use this jargon would come up with a better word anyway. Next is computer eyes with an ise. It is the chiefly British variation of computerized with an I-Z-E. Next is computerist. Computerist, noun from 1973, a person who uses or operates a computer. And, you know, of course, I'm looking at this word from a very uh, 21st century brain. Um, let's see. Yeah because back in the 70s when computers like the tech the electronic computers were first getting started um you know not that long before that you needed a name for the person who was using the thing because it was usually maybe one or two people who were operating the computer you were big boxes mad men has a great example of computers and how big and expensive they were and how it was such a different thing to process uh i just find it so fascinating. I just want to be a fly on the wall. Um, but yes, the, the person doing the thing is the computerist. And um, I think, yeah, we got another good one coming up. Um, computer eyes is next with a Z or a Z. Although if it were with a Z, it would be said by a British person and the British person would spell it with an S. So it just doesn't work out that way. Um, this is a transitive verb from 1957. One, to carry out, control, or produce by means of a computer, as in computerized music. Two, to equip with computers, as in computerize public schools. That happened, I mean, we had, we had some computers when I was a kid, but it really happened after I got out of school. All the schools got computers, like, you know, personal laptops and iPads. I I'm, I'm think I'm glad I didn't have that. 3A, to store in a computer, as in computerized data. You're basically just digitizing it, but you are computerizing it. Uh, 3B, to put in a form that a computer can use, as in computerized paperwork. No, computerizable is an adjective, and computerization is a noun. Here we go. This one's a fun one. It is computer Nick, and it is uh, it has an N-I-K at the end. It is a noun from 1968, a computer enthusiast or expert. They are a computer Nick. Um, and where 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 do we get? Where's this word come from? Uh, Sputnik, I know, but that's completely different. Um, there's some English word that I cannot think of that has Nick at the end, and it means you know an enthusiast or expert. Um, so I just think it's funny because I've never heard this word used ever and I don't know if it ever was, but it technically exists. Uh, so if you like computers, you're a computer Nick. Next is computer phobe. This is the opposite. 
It is a noun from 1976, a person who experiences anxiety about computers and especially about their use, their use of how to use them and the person's use of the computers. Uh, computer, computer phobia is a noun. Computer phobic is an adjective. Uh, I know some people who are not computer phobic, but they are self 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 called uh, neophytes, or you know, not. It's hard to do new things, um, so they're not as big on computers as other people are. But you know, that's okay. That's fine. I'm not big on things that other people like, so it's fine. Also, I think it's probably better. They get to get a more real-world experience, which is good. Okay, next is computer science. Two words, noun from 1961. A branch of science that deals with the theory and... No, the theory of computation or the design of computers. Oh, I never got into this. Maybe it would have been a good thing for me, but it's just not, not what I was interested in, so... It didn't make any sense. I mean, I think it's kind of fascinating, but not like other people. Maybe you like it. You should go into it. It's probably a good thing to to learn, although things are changing. They're always changing. What's new? What's the next thing that's going to come? What's the new science? Okay, next is C-O-M-R. It is an abbreviation for commissioner. Next is comrade. You could say comrade or comrade. Uh... I guess the Brits say comrade, comrade, because that's how it's spelled. That's actually, it makes more sense. It is a noun from 1544, 1A, an intimate friend or associate. Synonym is companion. 1B, a fellow soldier. 2, uh, the synonym is communist. And this one has its own etymology. It is from its use as a form of address by communists. The communists call the other communist comrades, and so that's why sometimes comrade just means communist. Comradeliness, is that that word? Comradeliness? That is a noun. Comradely is an adjective, and comradeship is a noun. Uh, it is from the Middle French camarade. It's a group sleeping in one room. Hmm, I was not prepared for this. The camarade is the group sleeping, a whole group of people sleeping in one room, also just a roommate or companion. And so it's comrade. Uh, oh, f- more. There's more. From the old Spanish camarada, which is from camara, which means room. I think we talked about that before. Camera is just room. It's a space. Yeah, from uh, the Latin cam- camera, camara. And there's more of the word chamber. Uh, so, yeah. It's just a whole, it's an interesting way that this all evolved. All right, next is camaraderie. Comradery, comradery. So many ways. Noun from 1879. The synonym is camaraderie, spelled C-A-M-A-R-A-D-E-R-I-E. Camaraderie. It's just people hanging out. It's the it's fun. Good stuff. Next is Comsat. Capital C-O-M-S-A-T. It is a service mark, and it is used for communications services involving an artificial satellite. Is it, is com computer satellite? Is that what it, I don't know. Next is comstockery. Comstockery, with a capital C. Noun from 1905, 
One, strict censorship of materials considered obscene. Hmm. Uh, number two, censorious opposition. That's like the word censor is in there. Censorious opposition to alleged immorality, as in literature. And uh, yeah, this is a from a person. A person is the one who is trying to be very strict, I guess, about things. Uh, their name was Anthony Comstock. So as far as I can tell, Anthony Comstock was trying to censor stuff, and maybe we'll post a link in the show notes so I, where you can go learn more about this guy if you want. You don't have to. It's, it's your choice. Next is Comstockian. So is this related? Adjective from 1921 of or relating to Comstockery is Comstockian. We do not need a Comstockian regime trying to censor everything. That's my thought. Next is Comsimp. C-O-M-S-Y-M-P. It is a noun from circa 1961. It is usually disparaging. It is a person sympathetic to communist causes. So they may not be a communist themselves, but they're sympathetic. They agree with it. Maybe maybe they don't want to go that far. They, they appreciate it. They're, they're sympathetic. Um, and it is Comsimp because it is a com- combination of communist and sympathizer. A... Communist synthesizer would be a com-synth. Com-synth is a communist synthesizer. What kind of synthesizer is that? Is there only one type of music that everybody has to listen to? I don't know the the depth of communism. Uh, Okay, we are on our last word, and it is the last word of the C-O-M section, which I feel like was pretty long. I mean, the letter C is just pretty long in general, but I think this one was particularly long. Um, Next, we have the C-O-N section, which I assume is going to be equally as long as C-O-M. And I could figure all this stuff out if I really felt like it. Um, Yeah, so that'll be starting with tomorrow. So anyway, our last word uh, is Comptian or Kantian, C-O-M-T-I-A-N or T-E-A-N, Comptian, Comptian, yeah. It is an adjective from 1846 of or relating to Auguste Comte or his doctrines. What did his doctrines have to say? Comptism is a noun and Comptist is an adjective or a noun. Um, maybe someday the, the word Parxist will be in here for my thoughts and doctrines. No, I don't, I don't think that makes any sense. Um... Let's see, we said all of that, and uh, it's, um, yeah, the etymology is part of the definition, basically. So the words today were compute, computed tomography, computer, computerese, computerize, computerist, computerize, computernick, computerphobe, computer science, C-O-M-R, comrade, comradery, comsat, comstockery, comstockian, compsimp, Comptian. Uh, well, I don't know what Auguste Comte had to say, so I'm not sure if I like it or I don't like it, and I'm not a big fan of some of these other things, especially comsats. Those comsats, they don't help nothing, no. Um, let's see, I, I do like comrade. I'm thinking about maybe comrade. Computer is a pretty good general one. Um, comrade also has such such feelings of, you know, Russian and communist, not that they're bad or necessarily in any way, it just has those connotations, so it's, you know. Anyway, I think I will pick computer as the word of the episode. 
we got our first computer when I was four years old, which I think was at that time was a lot younger than most people. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's been a big part of my whole life and all of you probably as well. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's just find it interesting, I guess, to think about that. But I'm glad I grew up when I did because we had a good mix of analog and digital. We had LPs, we had records, vinyl, uh, but you know, then we got into the computer world. So had it all, film, video, yeah. Okay, that is uh, gonna be the end of that part. And then next part is me singing a song about computers because computers are great, overall really great. And you know, we should get into more nature. Oh, isn't it great when those songs just fall off the rails like that? So in Puerto Rico, it is day of discovery of Puerto Rico. Hmm. Did they have indigenous people though? Did somebody actually discover them? Or were there people already there? How did the people get there? In Russia and Belarus, it is day of missile forces and artillery. In Brazil, it is flag day. In Belize, it is Garifuna settlement day. It is international men's day. Men's, I think almost every day is your day, so I, we don't. I don't know if we need to be celebrating men as many any more than we already are. In Mali, it is Liberation Day. In Uttar Pradesh, India, it is Martyrs Day. In Monaco, it is the Sovereign Prince's Day. It is <laughs> it's a good one coming up. It is Women's Entrepreneurship. That is also a very good one. Um, let's see. Uh, in India, it is Guru Nanak Jayanti. In Brazil, it is Flag Day. Fun holidays, maybe. Have a bad day day. <laughs> maybe it'll happen, but that maybe that means that tomorrow will be a good get, good day. But I... The day in there twice is funking me up. Having a bad day day. Equal opportunity day. International stand up to bullying day. And if you are not, why not? What If you're in school and you see somebody being bullied, say something. My niece did this, and it really impressed me, but she's got good parents. Um, yes, stand up to bullies, and also don't bully. National Blow Bagpipes Day. I really would like to play some bagpipes. National Camp Day. Go to camp, I guess, or don't. Do whatever. National Carbonated Beverage with Caffeine Day. These are probably some of the worst drinks in the world for you. I mean, really, we all know it, but we need to stop drinking this stuff. Play Monopoly Day. It can be a very long time, and we don't always have time to play Monopoly. But if you want to play Monopoly, you can play Monopoly. Uh, what what piece do you use? Why don't you send me an email if you want to tell me what piece you use on Monopoly I had a whole collection of Monopoly games, and I've gotten rid of it, almost all of it. But I love the pieces, the little pieces. It is, we said women, Women's Entrepreneurship Day, but it's important enough to say it again. And lastly, well, let's just check this page to see if there's anything else. World, National Integration Day? Did we say that? That's huge. Um, it's World Toilet Day. So just enjoy your toilet. Um it's a it's a very important part of our life it took so many years for them to even like show a toilet in a movie or flush a toilet on something and it's this is just the natural thing in our world so don't make a big deal out of it but toilets are great 
if you haven't seen that SNL sketch of the the love toilet or whatever it was called, you should go watch that. Maybe I'll put a link in the show notes because it's hilarious. Thank you very much for listening to this. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to How Did This Not Get Made? This is the podcast all about the movies you never saw, the scripts that were never filmed, and the ideas that never even made it to the page. My name is David Spencer. And my name is Daniel Kaka. Join us for season three where we uncover the multiple unmade Iron Man movies, the original bloody plot of The Mask, an unproduced episode of Doctor Who that turned into The Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. We revisit Red Dwarf, Discover how the Star Wars sequel trilogy should have ended, and this season we're even including a video game in our lineup. 